Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Bretton Cliffs Flea Circus. My name's Cliff. Um, I can see Brett, but at the moment, Brett can't see me because I've got a little surprise for him that I'm waiting to reveal. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I've got no idea what it is. But are you dressed as a clown of it? <laughs> no. No. <sighs> well, I'll give you two I more guesses. Be that. Are you going to give us any kind of hint? Well, you're on the right track with uh, being dressed up. It's, oh, um, are you Danny LaRue? No, I'm not. I don't even know what he looks like. <laughs> <laughs> um, can you remember that uh, program with Paul Daniels where yeah. it was like a triangle? Wizbit. He's so. Yeah. Are you? He's so. Are you Wizbit? Are you Wizbit? <laughs> I wish I would. I wanted to do that actually for an episode. Uh huh. Have you watched it like since you were a kid? No. Nah. I've watched no. it. It's, it's funny. And obviously, I'll get the chance to tell me Paul Daniels' story as well. You, you, you've been dying to do that, haven't you? <laughs> you've been itching Should to I do reveal it. reveal myself anyway? Yeah, do it. Come on, then. You're dressed as Jesus? I'm, well, I'm dressed as a local Arabic man. <laughs> Not Jesus? Uh, no, I think he's a different faith. <laughs> I, I, once dressed, I once dressed all in white um, on a on a holiday and I thought it was Jesus for a bit. Okay. Was, was that when you were at the top of the mountain excellent. by any chance? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's talking to bushes and all sorts. But uh, <laughs> well, the burning. <laughs> what, why are you dressed like that? I like the Come on, I'll, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get full like length. Kettle, I'll get full length. Go on then. Oh, that's showing us a little bit too much there. Are you, are you not supposed to wear something on your head as well? Well, hang on. But you got, you couldn't get that on. Obviously, for the for the headphones. Well, I'm not actually converted into Islam or right. An Emirati not yet. man. Not oh, yet. No, you never know. You never know. You never know. No, it's nice I know a man from spiritual. South Shields who lives out here who has. Mm-hmm. Did he change his name? Officially, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's called Ian. Right. Oh, I've knackered my seats for two seconds. <laughs> oh, man. This, I mean, who kinds of bother now? <laughs> um, yeah, he's called Ian. Um, what do you think his, his name is now? Well, he still gets called Ian, but... Uh-huh. Um, Mustafa? No, Ali? He, he, <laughs> Ibrahim. <laughs> it's Ibrahim. Mm-hmm. Is it? Oh, nice name. Good, isn't it? Uh-huh. 
this. So, I like the dress. So, I like anyway, are you, how are you? It's good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine, yes. Did you do this especially for me? Or have uh, you been I'm, to some I'm, event where you've got a dress like that? No, you don't have to dress like this ever. In fact, you'd probably get into trouble. Um, I've, uh, I've dominated proceedings with my outfit so far, so I want to put the spotlight <laughs> back on you and see how you are. See how I'm dressed. I'm, I'm in the traditional black t-shirt. Yeah, I'm in 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 that day uh, traditional t-shirt. That's it. I'm all right. Yeah, just I'm good. bottom half. Nothing like a That's real dad. Yeah. You can't dress like that until you're a dad. <laughs> just a t-shirt on the end of your knob, <laughs> just shown out the bottom of the t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dad outfit. I don't That's know. Exactly it's not acceptable. But exactly it, yeah. I'm still doing it since I become a dad. <laughs> not before. Never took me fancy well, before. It. But now, I was going to ask you about your balls, actually, Cliff. Oh, do we have to? Well, I was. I, I, I've been thinking about it because the been, wife, uh, right? You've been worrying. I've, about I've been thinking <laughs> thinking about your balls. Uh, when I met the wife, um, she says you do know as you get older, your balls start to droop. Is that is that happening to you? Yes. How would I, I know? It hasn't. Well, um, you've got. You could ask your wife. Maybe I don't, should I don't know. I thought maybe it was either that or my uh, penis was shrinking. I'm not sure. <laughs> could be that. <laughs> it could be that, couldn't it? I don't know. Did but that, did that you know really that? Happens, that happens. Uh-huh, apparently it does. But what, if, gravity? You keep them, if you keep them entertained, does it still happen or is it if they get out of use? <laughs> I, I, I don't think it's like, I just think it's gravity. That's what it is. But the gravity's the, the naturally, always been there. Yeah, but it, it takes its toll as you get older. <laughs> that's why your face sort of stops. I don't believe that that's gravity. Droop. Everything stops. I don't stops. believe it. It is. I don't believe it's gravity it doing that over the course of your life. Well, I'm so, it, it is. Honestly, that's why I am always in bed, because I don't want it to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I do prefer to be horizontal as much as possible, to be honest. Right. I've, just, I've got a very fat back, though. Lots of skin just <laughs> hanging off the me back. <laughs> what have you been doing this week? Anything? Um, well, working, working hard, working hard. Mm-hmm. Um, what about the been? football? The football's back, isn't it? You've been yep. watching any football? I have. Um, I think it's funny. I've watched a couple of games that I think have been all right, but mm-hmm. I don't know. It's a bit, it's a bit weird. But I don't think I miss the is. crowd. Yeah, watching it I on the, the telly doesn't make much difference to me, you know. Yeah, I think the players do. Don't know the player. Well, like I'd, I'd, I've noticed, like there's not as many fouls or yeah. yellow cards or red cards or yeah. whatever. I don't think anybody's going for it a hundred percent of it. No, they're not. Either. They're definitely not. So it, it is different. But uh, a couple that, of the um, games, a couple sorry. of the games have been on um, terrestrial television, like BBC oh, and Pick and stuff like this. Okay. And gladly, Norwich have been on quite a lot. I mean Norwich <laughs> Norwich the, are shit Obviously the cheapest team To get <laughs> They are shit But it's worth watching Just for Daniel Falker Isn't it oh, Incredible An incredible man that, He's an incredible Porn star sounding man What do you he? think uh, So Yeah obviously D- Daniel Falker um, <laughs> I mean he looks Striking isn't he He's very intense like, His hair yeah. He's kept going with a haircut mm-hmm. That most men of his age Would have Surrendered a long time ago, yeah. Um, but also, his voice is surprising. I think. 
Well, it's, 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 does, a little, it's a little bit high that you would, might imagine for his cell appearance. He <laughs> does sound, he, he sounds exactly like a 70s German porn star. That's well, what he sounds like. Okay. Exactly like that. <laughs> exactly. He, sh- he should be on, he does, he should be on like German erotica or someone on those <laughs> 70, erotica. Not full 70s porn. videos. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. That what dads used to hide. <laughs> no, they were just called erotic, but they were pretty hardcore. So, yeah, okay. he's definitely a German porn star. That well, far. I think he's great, so but Norwich, Norwich are awful. For some yeah. reason, before the games came back, well, this is why I don't pay any attention to football and fucking stats and, uh-huh. you know, tactics, opinions and all that shit. Mm-hmm. You have a little look back to two weeks ago, how many of the experts that commentate on football, I don't mean on the games, but, you know, commentators Mm -hmm. in general, were tipping Norwich to be the surprise package when they came back. (laughs) Fucking every single one of them said, oh, Norwich will be... You know what? Uh, They're going to be in a good position when they come back, based on nothing, by the way, because they, they, they were awful money, yeah. beforehand and they're awful now. They're uh-huh. terrible. They're, they just make it up as they go along, the pundits, don't they? Uh, I, I mean, mean, you're worse over there, aren't you? Because you've got Richard Keyes and uh, the other one, Keys haven't you? Keyes and Grey, yeah. I mean, well, they're annexed in Qatar, so, you know, there's a physical hard border between us. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I've had the uh-huh. unfortunate... Uh, chance to meet them a couple of times <laughs> have you yeah we Lovely. used to stay nice. in the, um excellent i like that. the I like hotel that. i used to stay in when i went there for work was where they live like a lot of hotels here have like villas in the outskirts and rich people kind of live in them um uh-huh. and it means their service and people mow the lawns and all of that shit so they live in the on the grounds of this hotel that i used to stay in quite a lot um and it was also the hotel have where... Just like strings of like naked women that they can abuse. I mean, I didn't see any of that. Uh, <laughs> to be honest, Andy Gray seemed all right. Richard Key seems like a dick, obviously, as you would imagine. Uh-huh. But you just think Andy Gray, like, you seem all right, but obviously you're not because you basically live next door to this yeah. guy and you're his best mate like for, for the last <laughs> yeah. 15 years or something like you're obviously not all right even i just feel like he's made a really bad choice in how he's living yeah. his life choice um, of friends have you ever seen much, much like you with me <laughs> no no one could say that um <laughs> have you ever have you there's a clip on being sports which is the channel that they're on of like uh, Cribs, but with Richard Keyes in that house. Uh, you might not have seen it because obviously it wouldn't right. have been broadcast over there. No. Um, I'll find uh, the no. clip because it's absolutely amazing. It's, it's, he doesn't do himself any favors, obviously. His living room in this villa uh-huh. where he lives, is, it's got like a rare uh-huh. telephone box in and a fucking like Union <laughs> Jack cushions everywhere yeah. and all of that kind of shit. <laughs> And uh, a mirror and seal it. So he lives there with, uh, I mean, I know he's done the dirty on his wife and stuff, but he's got family, right? He's got kids. Uh-huh. He's got a yeah. wife. He, you know, they've got, um, he's got family stuff in there. There's pictures of his family and stuff like that. And so, so if there's one thing that you would take um, in the event of a fire, what would it be? 
and he doesn't even like miss a beat and he goes my laptop and we know why that is because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he wouldn't want it to be recovered would he <laughs> no definitely not if i was richard keys in the event of any kind of fire the first thing that i would go for would be protective gloves because his hands Obviously, the hairiest say, he'll go up like a light world, body. They? So they just go up <laughs> and we will. Woof. So as soon as he tries to get his laptop, right, it's it's his own, it's his own like fault. He's just going to go. His hand is just, <laughs> just, <laughs> they're just going to ignite, aren't they? What a so, Honestly, yeah. yeah so is. what also happened was every now and then I'd be staying in that hotel, and that's where the guests, so the pundits for that that weekend's game would be there. Uh-huh. Every now and then you'd see them. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, like heroes, like Andy Cole, Rude Hullet, Peter Reed uh-huh. has his own uh, glass behind the bar in the, in the in the pub, in the bar in the hotel. His own glass. Well, it's a vase. So he goes in, he gets right. a vase of gin and tonic when he goes in. Um, so is he like, uh, is it like, uh, what? what's it called there? Phoenix Knights, because he's got a boss because yes, he can't reach the thing. I think they just, I mean, any they only really get their mates on the show or people that they know join in with their bants. Um, yeah. And it's just a big piss up for them. Mostly they get all expenses paid when they go over. They, you mm-hmm. know, they're in the bar. Um, I'm sure Peter Reed must be pissed when he's on screen sometimes because it's just a big oh, piss I... up. Um, mm-hmm. Jealous. So one morning I saw um, John Collins and Alan Kerbishley having breakfast, right? Mm-hmm. And right. I'm uh, next to the the little buffet section, or the, the coffee machine where you, you know, an espresso or a cappuccino or whatever, you put your cup under and it comes out like an instant machine. And uh-huh. uh, he's really, John Collins is really struggling with this machine, right? <laughs> and I'm Are you next, sure it wasn't Collins John? I'm, I'm sure it wasn't Collins John because <laughs> I've got that in my mind the right way around. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, so I'm next to him, I don't know, making a cup of tea or whatever. Uh, oh, fucking hell, fuck, fuck. Oh, fuck. How the fuck do you work this thing? And he's like... <laughs> Pressing uh-huh. the button, like just a classic. I'll have a really big coffee, but I'll put a really small cup underneath the thing where it comes out, so it's like <laughs> spilling all over. And you know, oh, how the fuck do you work this thing? Oh, do you know how to work it? And I was like, I, I think you just need to get like this cup, <laughs> put uh-huh. this cup in. And he's like, oh, Where are you from? Jody, I, way I, you're Jody, I. And I was like, Yeah, man, uh, yes. <laughs> oh, way I, man. Oh. And I didn't realize he's from Galashiels and uh, one of my mates, Steve, used to live there. Um, uh-huh. Steve Dunkley commented on the Facebook page and stuff a few times. Um, he used to live there. So I was like, oh, yeah, I've uh-huh. been there. And he was like, I want to be friends. He used to live there. He was like, what's his name? I'm like, well, you definitely wouldn't know him. Like, he's not, he's <laughs> about 20 years younger than it's you. He's not place. from Galashiels. <laughs> he's just moved there. <laughs> and he was like, no, tell me yeah. his name. So, like, just had this long, awkward conversation <laughs> while he's trying to work this fucking coffee machine. Yeah. And he just kept shouting. He was sitting miles away, uh-huh. just kept shouting way I to us for fucking ages. <laughs> like, all the time I was there. I think he was just pissed. Still pissed off the, the night before. I remember yeah, reading it. something about him when he was Hibs boss, I think. And he alienated all of the... Um, he alienated the players, I think. They were, like, revolted against him. Um, right. Because he Did, was... What, he make- 
make them dress up as Vulcans or something. <laughs> yeah. Is <laughs> that <laughs> so what he says? Yeah. <laughs> You're the he Klingon. Men are from Mars. <laughs> um, so no, I think there was this thing so basically a little bit like Roy Keane he obviously thought I'm better than all you twats yeah. I still am now I could be better than you I'm fitter mm-hmm. than you and he used to always bang on about how fit they were apparently and uh, in this one team meeting he like stood up he got on the table and like stripped off just to his underpants like flexing <laughs> showing his physique off <laughs> So I think he's just a bit <laughs> mad or a knob. Aye, <laughs> uh, yeah. Didn't he? Didn't he win the the Champions League with Borussia Dortmund? Didn't he? John Collins? is that right? No, no, Paul Lambert. Was, that's Paul Lambert. That's right. Yeah. Seen him there as well. Seen him as well. Have you? Yeah. What about uh, Nick's actually got in the jacuzzi with Rude Hullet? That would have been weird, wouldn't it? <laughs> well. Well, that, that would have been excellent, that. that Imagine what good, all the sh- shenanigans that could have happened. <laughs> <laughs> Did he still have his dreads at this point? Because I would have grabbed his, his dreads, me. Put it in the, the bit that sucks up the water, you know, at the side <laughs> of the... No, he didn't. It wasn't like oh. 1988. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. That's what I was thinking of, Dave. You always think of his dreads. Well, he's great. It's, it's... I do anyway. I, I love Rude Hill. He used to be one of my favourite players and I used to give him benefit of the doubt quite a lot when it's, it was clear he was a bit of a knob. Like, he All seems right. like a bit uh, of a dick. But however, he's also... Play, oh, did you? When he was at Chelsea? Uh, at Chelsea, I, with, uh, I think Sunderland won 3-0. He was playing sweeper, mm-hmm. I think, for Chelsea. Well, he was Kevin Ball manager, scored a diving header. That was actually the, the first bet, the first football bet I've ever won because I put... Uh, I used to be <laughs> no, no. I put, I put first goal, Kevin Ball, and Kevin Ball scored the first goal, so it was the yeah, first. You got a good odds on that as well. <laughs> aye, it was a hell of a goal as well. Nice old dive and header. So, aye, it was excellent. Yeah, I used so, to love him. Um, and all, all, obviously, he has a fond place in most Sunderland supporters' hearts for that uh, derby where hmm. he just wouldn't play Shearer <laughs> for the sake of it, just to annoy mm-hmm. him, and they go hammered. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember he had still would have beat them if he had played like he had Sheeran Ferguson <laughs> on the bench. I used uh-huh. to love Duncan Ferguson as well, like he was a great player. Um, yeah. he had them two on the bench and he started like Paul Robinson, who had been playing for I don't know, fucking Darlington or something a year before. Yeah, <laughs> and then he brought Ferguson on before Shearer. That's right, I, I still another yes. one that Kevin Ball tried to fuck up that one. That one is he, insane. That one is. <laughs> <laughs> well, last minute of the game, he he just he tried to snap someone and actually won the ball by accident yeah. on his own halfway line. He wasn't trying. He wasn't. <laughs> sent the ball going towards our own goal, and yeah. then he scored an own goal. Oh, I ball. mean, from about the halfway line. It was the halfway line. <laughs> no, it was. Anyway, we're not no, here to talk about football. You've got me doing this this Twitter. No, no, but you you've got me doing this Twitter thing, and it, it's starting to get us down a little bit. This Why? What's up, man? I'm going to turn yeah. it off because I can't hear you. I mean, me and you know people with mental health problems and stuff like that, don't you? I mean, a lot of people in their life will, will suffer them. But there's a large amount of people on there who are, are basically just cunts, aren't they? And that's not very nice. I mean, people who are pretending, right, to be or to have mental health problems. Have you seen these people? You can spot them from like a mile off. Well, yeah, Have I think that's the thing, Twitter? right? It's just, I think a lot of people don't like Twitter. I, I kind of like it because I don't follow that many people 
I've muted yeah. or blocked. I've I don't think I've blocked that many people, but I've muted a lot of people that I just don't want to hear what yeah, they've got I to mean, say. It's different for the, what, what, what podcast and that. I mean, I'm, I generally don't look at like a lot of the stuff that's that's on there. But I, I saw one last night where there's this complete idiot, right, pretending that he's got mental health problems. And like mm-hmm. I say, you can, you can spot them from a mile off. So what, yeah. what he did was, right, he took a picture of like a, a, a bridge. He's basically a picture of like a railing on the end of a bridge. Okay. Um, what, what he put on was saying, I'm at the bridge now, goodbye, I'm sorry, right? So that people will sort of say, you know, oh, don't do it or whatever. He's like saying that he's going to kill himself. 45 minutes later, he's entered a competition. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? So like within 45 minutes from going to kill himself, supposedly, right? He's then gone enter a competition. What was the price? Would you like to guess what the competition was for? This is all on Twitter. This is all on Twitter. So it's like um, 45 minutes Was later. it for a train ride? Or a, bun- a bungee <laughs> no, jump? <laughs> no, it wasn't. It, it was a competition. So he could win a fire pit to put in his garden. So he's, he's gone from, right, I'm going oh, to kill myself on this bridge to 45 minutes later thinking, I'd love that fire pit. Is it the person I think it is? I do, I've got no idea who it is. I, I'm not going to say it. I didn't write down the name. No, no, but like it's, not, it's not the guy we've been talking about. No, it's not. It's not oh, that right. person. It's okay. somebody else. Somebody else. Yeah, I, I mean, mean tr- that's trolls are terrible, embarrassing, right? isn't it? It's, it's, I mean, it is, but at the same time, it's, it's, it's disgusting, really, isn't it? There are it's people just, it's sick. with real mental health problems. There are people who need help. There are people uh, who will be are, in a real situation where they want that. Right? They're and, just you know, exploiting you're not, the situation, aren't they? Exploiting other people's sort the, of Yeah, and they're problems. trying to exploit good people's good nature yeah. as well as basically belittling people with real problems. Problems like yeah. it's, it's a disgrace. So if anybody's following us and listening to this who does partake in that kind of uh, behaviour, yeah, absolutely not welcome. Yeah, you can fuck off, <laughs> and uh, we'll find you out because Brett's an expert spotter of fake mental health illness people. <laughs> <laughs> well, certainly this one. I mean, for God's sake, really... entering, entering a competition <laughs> forty-five minutes. Maybe he was thinking like he could throw himself in the fire pit if he won. <laughs> <laughs> It'd take him a long time to burn himself in one of these fire pits that you get in the garden. I mean, look nice. I'll though. just stick. I'll just stick a hand in. I'll just stick a hand in. <laughs> I'll do it. Burn that, burn that off first. I will. Burn the other arm off. But yeah, stick I agree. Twitter's, um, it can be good. I think if you narrow the field of who you follow and what you do on there, it can be good. But I think yeah. there's, too, there's too much, too many horrible people on there. It's, it's a platform I, for people. I don't to, think... Uh, it is. I don't think we were following this person. I think it was a, a, someone that we followed as like being sympathetic towards this okay. person, believing that they were going to do what they were going to do, or pretending that they were going to do, and then they've just fucking. Oh, by the, the way, competition. On, on, yeah. on Twitter, I found the name of the uh, gory sluts. <laughs> Oh yeah, it came up again. Sluts and guts. It's actually a bit, much That's better it, yeah. name than anything we said. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh-huh. And was there any particular picture on sluts and guts that you enjoyed? 
I don't know, but I think what I, what I quite like about when it does pop up is that it's all kind of retro stuff, isn't it? Like, that's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, all the kind of retro horror films and stuff like that. Do you that. like rude cosplayers, Cliff? I mean, I don't, I don't dislike them, but I don't know any. <laughs> I don't know any. I'd like to get an off you. Would you? Like a, a Laura Cloft. Not Cloft. <laughs> but Laura Croft. Maybe. Do you know what I mean? I I'd like it if you were a bit of a rude cosplayer. I know a lot of people that does that. Do you? If you were a, a rude cosplayer, who would you be? Do I have to be a woman? I'm thinking Gandalf, maybe, from you. No, you don't have to be well, a woman. With his staff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely with the staff. <laughs> bit, of a, bit of a beard going on. Um, yeah, uh, uh, do I have to be from some shit film that nerds like? It's normally like Marvel stuff, like superhero stuff, isn't it? Or a computer game. That's normally what they do. I would be Jet Set Willy. <laughs> <laughs> Jet Set Willy. Nobody would get that reference whatsoever, would they? <laughs> It's even, a good one. Even better. <laughs> <laughs> I think that there was a game on the uh, the Spectrum or the Commodore 64 or something where you were pissed and you had to go to the pub. I think it was Bozo's something. That's, that's I'll be Bozo. No, that's not. That's not it, was, it was something like Bozo. That's what it was. So I'll be him. I'll be Bozo. Okay. <laughs> what are you drinking there? The Argus? Oh, Goose, but I've also got some Becks as well when uh, oh, very when nice. I fancy it. Yeah, p- pretend Do you have a little fridge again. in that room? Because obviously I can't see much other than yeah, your face. I, I don't face. I don't mind warm beer at all. I quite like yeah. warm beer. I'm yeah, but, it, I? I don't like it like when it's been in the car and it's hot. Like I don't mind it like not ice cold, but I definitely don't like it when yeah. it's hot. Hot is disgusting. Oh, I, like if you yeah, if you're on holiday or whatever, and you leave your beer for too long, yeah. or you fall asleep and you wake up, and then or, or basically what this beer next to me is going to be like in a minute's time. <laughs> 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 We've done quite a lot at the start there, but I've still got yeah, I've still got some more stuff. I've got okay. a few questions for you. Actually, I've got a question for you. So, uh, do you want to do yours or? Yeah, well, you are always so... asking me stuff. And I know I thought you must have run out of questions for me or ran out of embarrassing situations that I've been in that you want to exploit. Uh, No, I never run out of them, Cliff. (laughs) I know, (laughs) 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 or ones that we could talk about without both getting into trouble. Um, (laughs) So, I thought I would ask you, Brett, has Mm -hmm. anybody in your family ever owned an exotic pet or animal? Maybe like <laughs> just like a monkey or something, for example. <laughs> this kind of leads on to uh, the question I've got for you. But yes, uh, a, a rather interesting character was me, my great granddad, my great granddad Tommy. He was a seaman, and there's a lot of uh, a lot of really good stories. But one of the ones was he he went to sea, and while he was there, he bought a monkey, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. he took it home to me, and then he showed. The monkey me nana and you'd be at the sea for a while. So he says, Right, I'm off to the pub. I'll leave the monkey with you. Right? First so, <laughs> first stage, as soon as he got there. That's the first thing he did when he, he got home. Straight to the pub. Here's the monkey. I'm off. So he must have been there for a couple of hours and that and then he came home. And me nana was like cowering in the corner and the monkey had pots and pans and was just thrown. <laughs> 
pots, pots and pans out, out me nana. Must have been a terrifying. kitchen monkey. Must have been. Must have been one of them. Um, so what me me uh, me granddad did was he he took it in the back garden, tied it to a post, and shot it. It's a true story, that. I know it is, and it's not a nice ending. It's a brilliant story, isn't it? It's not times. a nice ending, it's true. It is <laughs> different, different times. times. <laughs> Even like <laughs> bringing a monkey back different times. It, yeah, exactly. He has the monkey. He has what I've brought you. See you <laughs> I hope later. you enjoy it. You look See after you that. The You've never uh-huh. seen anything like this before, and I've got no <laughs> idea how it's going to react after being let loose in South Shields. <laughs> but, but while that, while you figure that out, I'm going to the pub. <laughs> uh-huh. There's a lot of good stories with uh, with me grandma and that I'll have to write them down to get them get them right. But when uh, the king ab- abdicated, he was on the ship with that, and he was uh, he was trying the the king's clothes on on the ship. <laughs> and he was saying, "This is a pile of shit." This, and he was just chucking out the king's clothes in the fire. <laughs> and there's loads of stuff like that, but uh, but yeah, he was a, he was a good guy. He was a good guy. Right, apart from the uh, monkey murders, <laughs> <laughs> it was only one monkey murder. I mean, it was terrorised me. Nah. <laughs> have you ever been involved in a fight with an animal? Because I have. You see, it leads into the seagull thing. But have you ever been involved in a a fight with an animal? Unless you know of a fight that I've totally forgotten about, I don't. Think no, so. no, no, no. I, don't. <laughs> I, I think don't. Um, fight with an animal. No, I don't think so. I, I feel like there is something, but from from a hit one of the yeah. bad years that I can't remember. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Because I went to I went to McDonald's. I, I thought I'll buy the the kids a, a cheeseburger. Bring it home after like a, a day of shopping. This this was about a year or two ago, and um, I thought as I'm walking to the bus or walking to my car, I'll, I'll have a cheeseburger while I'm walking. Mm-hmm. So I was eating the cheeseburger, and this seagull, right, it swooped down and it tried to steal me me cheeseburger while I was yeah. eating it. And I went, oh, like that with my hand, just to sort of get it away. Uh-huh. And it came back, and it tried to do it again. So I did it again. Oh, I tried to fend it off like that. So what I ended up doing is punching the seagull in the oh, face. Oh, Brett, come on. Well, I had to, I had to do that, because it was <laughs> going to attack us. I mean, I'd, I'd, like I say, I don't feel bad about doing that at all. Shouldn't have been pecking at us, should it? I mean, it's invading me space. I agree. So, Maybe it's the jeans. So, yes. Oh, this fits in as well. Do you know that song, uh, Mon- Monkey's Gone to Heaven by the Pixies? I do, yeah. Do, do you believe in monkey heaven? <laughs> that monkey might have gone to heaven, might. Uh, do you think monkeys are in the same heaven as uh, humans? Well, it's got to be monkey heaven, I would think, wouldn't it? I don't think that they're in the same heaven. I think we've got all one. Is it on clouds? Clouds? Mm-hmm. No, I don't think it's on clouds. I think it's in some kind of par- paradise somewhere like that. Okay. Where even if you do fall asleep, your beard does not get warm. <laughs> that would be paradise. Also, yeah, I would... think I would like monkeys to be in paradise for me. I like them. Maybe it's your own personal heaven there. Well, like, well, let's say my, my heaven, my paradise would also involve you. Like, I would like you right. to be there if we were both dead, not if you weren't. Uh-huh. Uh, right. I wouldn't want you to be killed just when uh-huh. I died so you could be there as well. But mm-hmm. I want a monkey. You right. don't want a monkey. 
does that uh-huh. mean I see them but you don't or what? Yeah, I think I would see them as little sort of English gents <laughs> and you would see them as monkeys. Oh, well, I no, uh, hang on, because I 100% <laughs> would like them to be dressed as little English gents. We can assume that whenever uh-huh. I'm talking about monkeys, I want them to be dressed <laughs> as butlers. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I would I also like them to be holding me ever cold beer. <laughs> <That's what> <laughs> <I want>. <laughs> <laughs> monkeys are far better when they're enclosed, aren't they? Well, I mean, I mean yeah, it's naked. probably cruel, isn't it? But nah, it's helping. Out. It's just giving evolution a little leg up. <laughs> it, it can't be cruel. Can't be cruel, can it? Because Michael Jackson did it, so it can't be cruel. <laughs> So I don't think it is cruel at all. Little hats. I like uh, monkeys with little hats. Yeah, obviously a top hat, a monocle if possible, but definitely uh-huh. like a, a tails, like waistcoat yeah. kinds of suit and tails. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's that's a nice idea of heaven. Uh, you asked yeah. us what I'd be doing, and I don't think I answered. We just went straight into this. Today I have had uh-huh. workmen in the house. Ooh, very, I hate very, that. very distressing for me personally. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing worse than workmen in your house. Not only did they have to be in the house, but I had to arrange it, which fucking hell. That is like <laughs> off, the, off the scale for me. It's stress, and, stress and did you have to talk to them? Because that is the worst thing where you well, have to talk to workmen. And they not, think that you're a DIY guy and that you know what they're talking about and you haven't got a clue. It's a bit of a different dynamic here, so no. Um, right. So other than the hello... This, you know what the problem is. This is it here. Are you, can you fix it? How long will it take? Uh-huh. Do you want a uh-huh. drink? And there's not like, it, it's there's not no like, it's no bands. I'm like, he has a couple mm-hmm. of cans of Coke, have them, but I fully expect yeah. you to leave them. Uh-huh. Because bit, <laughs> no, no, because I want them to leave them just to think that we will. <laughs> Would you like this? But I fully expect you to leave it. <laughs> <laughs> and along this, along the same theme, I've made a roast chicken. Don't dare touch it. <laughs> I fully expect it to leave that. By the way, <laughs> what host you are, Cliff? Aren't you? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a genial host, right? You certainly are. Uh, Would you like an order? Dare touch it. <laughs> you can look at it. I mean, I put one together. But in four hours, I would like to be able to eat that myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, well, I, I don't know if we've talked about my cat before on this, other than we've heard her in the first it. couple of episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, she, basically, she hides whenever any workmen and stuff come in the house. Uh, Much like I do. Well, yeah, the same as me, really. But it's it's a little bit more deep deep rooted for my right. pure white, blue eyed cat. Uh-huh. Whenever there's Indian fellas come in the house, she uh-huh. goes fucking wild and hides. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So I've definitely got a really racist cat, <laughs> like. <laughs> A racist cat. I've got a racist cat. There's no two ways about it. White guy can come in. No, no problem. Uh-huh. Goes and walks around. 
cozies up to him. Fucking Indian but, fella comes in, like, yep. like is absolutely terrified. Won't even go in the same room. Hides. Aryan, ca- Aryan cat. Yeah, I, I can't think of a reason. I can't think of a reason well, why that was. Well, I kind of know a reason. No, I've got a theory of a yeah. reason. Go on then. It's is it racist? The reason? It's because she doesn't like Indian people. That's why. <laughs> no, it's not that. It's hmm. um, I think she doesn't like Indian guys for a reason, and that's because she's a rescue cat. She's living in a car park, and I think I, I, it's um, a sweeping statement, maybe, but. Normally, like people try and shoo cats away from the doors and stuff like right. that. Right, most of the workmen and the guys who would have been working in that building where she was staying in the car yeah. park, like it's not the same as the UK. Like animals are sometimes treated like better than humans in the UK in terms uh-huh. of the protection they get and the outrage people get if an animal's hurt and stuff like that. So we'll probably get loads of complaints about this so far. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, but here it's a bit different, like the same animal welfare and the same mindset about animals isn't really the same. We've mm-hmm. met loads of people who uh, they, they'll tell their kids, like, oh, keep away from the cat or like not yeah. have a cat because it doesn't go out. And the kids end up being scared of animals and stuff. And uh-huh. and I think like basically a lot of the times these guys uh, who are the, the workmen kind of guys who she would have had most to do with in those days uh they probably like booted her and like tried to get it yeah get get lost and stuff like that uh-huh. so i think she's like scarred because of that i mean these guys aren't going to do anything uh no all right they always try and be nice <laughs> to her but she just scarpers but yeah, yeah. R- racist cat racist cat in well, this house. Well. i'm not happy about it but you know is it, is it a boy cat or a girl cat it's a lady cat a lady cat because oh, i would say i can't remember what i was watching but apparently cats uh, penises are barbed. Yes, they are. They've got little spikes on them. That means yeah. when they have sex with a woman, no matter mm-hmm. how much the woman wants to get away, she could not. She can't. Aye. <laughs> That's, That's terrible, that, isn't it? Yeah, really would bad. You like it? Would you like a barbed penis? For a day, maybe. For a day, see what it's like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'd stop people from climbing up it, wouldn't it? Like the, <laughs> those fences. Yeah, no traps on it. <laughs> a bit of burglar grease on it, you'd be fine, wouldn't you? <laughs> to be honest, I've been quite sick of tramps trying to get a rest on my cock. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you didn't never see burglar grease anymore, do you? Just rest, don't just get, rest. don't get that on you. You'll never get it off. That's what people used to say. I don't, and also, I don't really know what it is. I think it was like before our time, wasn't it? Burglar grease. No, or no, I we were kids. We used to, uh, when, I when I was kids, a junior school, I'd, we'd walk down cuts and stuff and there'd be burglar grease. But uh-huh. I think now there we're adults. Be, <laughs> there used to be this priest dog that we used to antagonize at, in White Lees, right? And the, he had burglar grease on the, um, on the wall where we used to wind up this dog. And the, the priest, uh, well, it's in White Lees, it's next to the, the fad pub. It's I'm next to the sure. fad, it's a funny one, funny shaped, mm-hmm. I mean. Yeah, and we used, to, we used to wind up the dog, and the priest got wind of this and nicked what bikes. <laughs> the priest stole what bikes. <laughs> what are you doing, man? Wind up that dog. And he nicked what bikes. very uh, Christian of him, is it? It's not very Christian. But I think they're like uh, born-again Christian churches, them ones that are all pointy and stuff. I don't think it's a uh, right. good old Catholic like myself. Right. We don't. So, we do you don't... think a Catholic priest wouldn't steal your bike? 
Is that what you said? Unless they wanted you to come to the door and try and get it. Aye, <laughs> 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 uh, that's another story, isn't it, Cliff? Well, I don't know. Well, can I just point out I don't have any stories about that? <laughs> no, I wasn't <laughs> suggesting that. I wasn't that's suggesting. What it sounded that. like. <laughs> well, I wasn't. I, I'm not aware of any any uh, misdoings with the priests. No, All I, I'm saying I, is that I was only familiar with very nice priests. Yeah, good, good guys. Sure yeah, huh? I've, I've I haven't met a lot of priests, apart from that one that nicked me bike. I met him. I didn't like him very much. No, well, and I, like you it. know, I was only antagonizing the dog. What Everybody did it by putting burglar grease on it. No, the burglar grease was up on the wall, so we'd climb up on the wall where the burglar grease was, and the dog would go crazy. What do you think you know about? I mean? um, we talk about stuff like this. What do you think about when you look back at these times? And obviously, you grew up in a house and near there. Well, you uh -huh. don't live there now. Your mum and dad don't live there now. Mm -hmm. Like, do you think it's sad that that now you had a huge part of your life in that place and now it's nothing to do with you and nobody knows yeah. about that anymore? Yeah, I mean, you, uh, uh, I've gone on bike rides and stuff like that with Lennon and took them around White Lees and stuff. Oh, I used to live there. And it's always nice to go back Hope to the you're place going where fast. <laughs> did. The priest started chasing me. <laughs> He's after work here. But it's always nice to go back where you were, uh, you know, you grew up and stuff like that, isn't it? Nice memories. It's to weird. Go back. I think it's like I saw one of the uh, actually I do, one of the guys who comments on the Facebook page uh, every now and then. A guy called Dom, and I kind of only know him a bit because his sister. I used to know her. She was a prosecutor in court when I used to be a court reporter. Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad you said that. <laughs> prosecutor. Um, when I used to be a court reporter, and I got to know she's really nice. She did some charity stuff mm -hmm. that I uh, like, kind of helped out with in a tiny way. And um, then it turns out her brother runs this kind of independent record label and stuff, and I kind of uh -huh. knew his name, and we ended up getting in touch anyway. Their granddad's just died and they've just sold the house that their grandparents lived in that it's been for like 70 years or whatever. Um, mm -hmm. And it just made me think like when my nana died a few years ago, um, well, actually longer than that now, I guess six years or something. Um, mm -hmm. Like that, that, her house was like so many memories. And it was such a warm place and not just for me, but all my cousins and my brother and my mom and my dad and all of that. Like my dad yeah. would have met my mom while they lived in that house and all of that kind of stuff. And mm -hmm. I don't know, like then, you know, I mean, do you, my granddad do you still died. dream? Do you still dream about like old houses? Yeah, I think, I, I think so. Yeah. Like every now, like every now and then you, you get transported back to some of those places. Right. Um, yeah, definitely. I think, well, I don't know. Like it's it's sad, isn't it? Because it just disappears. It doesn't disappear in your yeah. memories, and obviously not if you're still dreaming about it. But mm -hmm. like, I, it's obviously just a fact of life that that's going to happen. Well, I don't know. Like yeah. it's it's a it's a sad. A sad I've, got, I've got quite uh, melancholy here, but it wasn't, uh -huh. I wasn't meaning to. But. <laughs> but it's always nice if you do get the opportunity to go back and. You know, even if you just stand outside. But then, what or if like you see somebody in there, like, oh, that's not your. Husband. Ah, it's all that. You, it's always a bit of jealousy. Would you ever knock on the door and say, nah. oh, "I used to live here"? 
I mean, if suddenly me and you got famous by doing this, which is rather well, unlikely. We would get paid <laughs> to go back, wouldn't we? Yeah, and like some kind of film crew took me back to what old house and that. Then you'd have an excuse to knock on the door, mm-hmm. wouldn't you? Oh, I've got this camera crew here with us. They want yeah. to see where I used to live. If you just knock on the door as we are now, normal <laughs> run-the-mill people will think you're a serial killer. We could try it and go, we do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we could try it yeah maybe that would that would be good all right then well uh, this week we're going to talk about oh, 999 what, what have you done oh spiders and it, where you're living the spiders can kill you we're going to talk about 999 aren't we 999 didn't say that that's though, the word no but it should have done shouldn't it no, no, Should have no, at least no. had the words along the bottom of the screen with like uh-huh. that bouncy ball hitting off the yeah. nine, 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 nine. nine. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. And I, so I, I used to sing along. I used to, I used to love it when I was a kid. Terrified of it, obviously. It's, it's horrible. Yeah. It, it's awful. Absolutely awful. Um, but it was presented by Michael Burke, who we probably know as like a, a newsreader at the time, didn't we? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And he's. He's a very interesting kind of presenter, Michael Burke, isn't he? He's amazing. He's I a very it. sinister man. <laughs> <laughs> so he, funny. He, doesn't, he doesn't fill you with the, you know, the idea that things are going to be all right in the end, does he? <laughs> very, I think the best way to describe his presenting style would be to say it's, it's foreboding. <laughs> it certainly is. It certainly is. I mean, he's, he's a terrifying man. So uh, what 999 was, it's, it's like a, a docudrama thing where mm-hmm. people get into all kinds of scrapes and accidents and, uh, and, and they, they basically dramatise that and then they tell you what happened in the end. And it was just absolutely terrifying. Awful. Awful yeah, terrifying. so it was on from 1992. We watched the first ever episode, 92. So we would have been 11. Yeah. Um, and I, you know what? I've done absolutely no research over like how long this ran or anything like that because I, we watched it last night, and uh-huh. I just was like half pissing myself laughing and half stunned at like what what it was. <laughs> um, I remember, like you say, when I was a kid watching it, mm-hmm. eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, maybe watching it and thinking, "I'm terrified. I'm not going to go to sleep now because uh, yeah, am I? I mean, this was this." Am I confusing this or conflating this with another uh-huh. show like Crime Watch, where they Ma- re- recreated? Uh, yeah, maybe. Was there another show like that where they were like, "This happened. Here's a recreation, uh-huh. and call this number if you know how yeah, this I mean, bank robbery happened or whatever." Well, Crime Watch used to do that, didn't it? I mean, but there was a couple of spin-offs from 999, which was 999 Lifesavers and things like that. But okay. Crime Watch is a good one because uh, I used, as a kid, I've told you, that I used to, I used to have terrible nightmares. And one mm-hmm. of the things that used to give us nightmares was, was Crime Watch. And I think the reason that I had nightmares was at the end, he went, don't have nightmares. Yeah. <laughs> so I would. Every single time, <laughs> I think, have nightmares. I think I've come. I think I've just mixed the two up and made them into the same Maybe. show in my mind. Because um, uh-huh. I thought this was that, and I definitely was scared of that because mm-hmm. you'd be watching like I don't know a fucking stick up at a jewelry shop or something with loads yeah. of guns and knives and stuff, and then they'd be like, 
and the perpetrator is still at large. So if you've got yeah. any information and, uh -huh. and you go to sleep thinking, what the, f no, Aye, I don't want these people still to be out there. I don't uh -huh. know why I, I watched mean, it. There's, there's nothing more terrifying really than, than real life, is there? I mean, that, that's the scary thing. Mm -hmm real life i mean and as a kid you're meant to be stupid i mean some of the things that happen aren't actually in the one that we watched anyway they're not actually the people's fault that they've getting into this race no, no but a lot of them are mm -hmm. right so you're as a kid you're thinking to yourself well this can definitely happen to me i can yeah. definitely be trapped between two walls <laughs> do you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. a javelin can definitely stick right through my face <laughs> at day at, at day the summer games or whatever I was it's thinking, called. I was messaged a couple of the summer lads. games. Summer games, yes, the Olympics. <laughs> what the fuck's that? <laughs> what the fuck's summer games? Sports day. Sports day. I meant sports day. I messaged games. a couple of my mates last night about saying oh, I'm watching nine nine nine. I said. Uh, it's this is basically about a man being attacked by bees, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> which we'll get onto. But yeah. I got um, the answer from Dan, who was on the podcast a couple of days, a couple of weeks ago. Uh -huh. uh, said, um, it's always either that, someone trapped in a gorge, or someone who's taken some kind of diabetic fit in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. And then our mate Sai said, I remember one <laughs> when a farmer had a haystack fall on him. Yeah. I watched that one. I watched that one recently. I mean, I've been reading a little bit about him and he's, he's a man of his time. He has, I mean, the certain views that he's had and stuff like that have upset people. Oh, I haven't. He, he, I didn't know that. You didn't read that? Um, one of the things that he said was uh, to save the NHS, fat people should just be allowed to die an early death. I'm sure, I'm sure he... <laughs> He regrets that after the lockdown because we're all in that boat now. <laughs> Do you know? yes, so he's, <laughs> exactly, yeah. Um, and sort of equality in that, he wasn't too fond of that. He said that men were just turning into sperm donors and stuff. So, I mean, he's a strange sort of guy. Do you know Mate, what I mean? No but, man has ever complained about A, <laughs> no. having sex with anyone or having a no. wank. So, no. so yeah. Burke, what's yeah. What's his beef? What what's your specific yeah. beef? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. What's wrong with just being a sperm donor? That's great. I'd enjoy Uses it. as a piece of meat. Say <laughs> so that uh, my wife all the time. Yeah. <laughs> she Tender starts putting like, seasoning <laughs> in, eh? Putting salt and pepper on your head. Tenderizers. <laughs> he said that, he said that very comfortably, didn't he? Tenderizers. 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 What you want to do now is tenderizers. And funnily enough, it, it doesn't hit work. <laughs> <laughs> well, I might have done. Uh -huh. um, well, the, the first, first one. ever episode. Go on, you say uh -huh. what it was about. Well, the first, the first segment's about a gas leak, isn't it? It's about a gas explosion. Um, so this this uh, this lady, who I think's called Ava, but Michael Burke keeps calling them a, a something else through the thing. No, she's, it's it says it, it's Eva, but he pronounces yeah. it differently. Yeah, he does. So he gets her name wrong, so that's not a good start. Her uh, and her sister are Czechoslovakian sisters who live right. in this tower block. 
the deal they live in a hotel block and she, she can smell gas in the morning and she tells the caretaker that she can she can smell gas and he, he's got a very interesting name you remember what his name is cliff well, this is the point where... Dutchie Gellison! Dutchie Gellison. So this is Dutchie the point. Gellison. So people have... A couple of people, Danny, our, uh, our old mate who's over there in Prague, and a couple of the people who said to us, oh, you should do Brass Eye. That's funny, <laughs> isn't it? Like, we used to piss ourselves laughing at Brass Eye. But, uh-huh. like, we can't... How can we talk about Brass Eye? Like, it's, it's a perfect spoof of this kind of thing. But what yeah. I hadn't realized was, I thought it was just like news and stuff. But no, uh-huh. watching 999, <laughs> very much 999, isn't it? Like, so this it's the same as Brass Eye, isn't it? Like, uh-huh. Michael Burke could be Ted Mall uh, walking yeah. along that pavement. There's some things that you can't spoof, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. we can't comment on, on Brass Eye. Because it's a perfect... It's already perfect, a spoof, isn't it? It's a perfect spoof of the yeah. things that turns out this is what it is. This is one yeah. of the things it must have been influenced by. I mean, mm-hmm. I love Chris Morris. I think he's an absolute genius. I, 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 I couldn't praise him enough. I can't get enough of him. I absolutely love him. Um, yeah. He's provocative. He's a genius. He's ahead of his time. He predicted so many things that were going to happen. Um mm-hmm. And also, he's really funny when he's in stuff as well, which you know <laughs> yeah. is often forgotten about when you're like a bit of a provocateur or whatever. But he yeah. is actually really funny. Watching mm-hmm. the intro of this first episode where Michael Burke's walking along that street, pointing mm-hmm. at the tower block that got blown up. Yeah. <laughs> it's just exactly the same. He says, the authorities put the building back together fairly quickly, but the same couldn't be said. Of the people who are trapped inside. <laughs> it was the thing you said about uh, oh, there. Uh, here, and then they introduce Eva. Here's Eva. Uh-huh. Her and world she, yeah. is about to be blown apart. So you go into the recreation and it's like, uh-huh. so cheesy, isn't it? The recreation. Um, it, and it's it these is. two sisters. And then there's a knock on the door. And also, this is weird. I've lived in apartment blocks for uh-huh. years here and in, the, and in England. You know, I've lived in apartment blocks. And they're like, here's the caretaker, Dutchie Gellison. Mm-hmm. For a start, never had a caretaker that I've known his name of or ever seen. And uh-huh. he certainly didn't knock on my door at 7 a.m. every day to deliver me <laughs> post personally. And he definitely didn't have a name like Dutchie Gellison. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like something from Stephen Toast or Brass Eye or something like that. I mean, he's, he's just, he's, what he's trying to do, I think, is trying to catch someone naked is Dutchie. Oh, 100%. Because I look it, on that's the, what he's doing. The Czechoslovakian ladies, yeah. sisters uh-huh. at 7 because, a.m. <laughs> what <laughs> the same room is. They're going to be in the. Uh, dressing gowns that might be enough for well that's cheap. it exactly yeah. year old uh, man, you know? well it is that's why he's taking the post I mean because the lady says to him look Dutchie I can smell gas can you do something about that and he goes yeah I'll go on, get on to it right away I'll, I'll get on to the gas people right away <laughs> and then Michael Burke voiceover comes and Dutchie did absolutely nothing about it <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he's gone back to bed he's having no one Whatever happened to Dutchie, though? Did he get blown? Well, this is the thing. Ten minutes later, the whole building blows up. Dutchie, like you say, not mentioned again. I hope he was one of the dead. I sincerely hope he was (laughs) one of the dead. I think that's worse than punching a seagull. Well, no, hang on. 
confirmed pervert. <laughs> assumed, uh, assumed pervert. I'm going to say confirmed. Right. I'm, 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 I'm assuming he's dead, so I'm going to Do say confirmed. Do you think that Dutchie has <laughs> caused this gastric? Is that, I don't is think he's caused it, but he certainly didn't stop it. Do you think he's been fannying on with the pipes? Is that what you <laughs> I think? I think that's the closest he got to fannying on, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the thing didn't explodes. didn't report it, and it explodes. No, the whole it fucking building explodes. There's people dead. Loads of there people is. dead. And it's yeah. his fault. <laughs> well, she, I think she was lucky that she was actually in the bathroom when this explosion happened, and I think the bathtub uh, saved her, didn't it? But yeah. also, unfortunately for her, crushed her leg. Crushed her leg. What happened to the sister? Because I can't remember what happened to her. Unfortunately, the sister... Is dead. Oh, well, there was that bit where the paramedic finds her. Uh-huh. And he's like, oh, I'm going to get oh, the fireman. Oh, yeah. I've got you. I've got you. Don't worry. We'll get you out. And she's going, What about my How's sister? My sister? He says, I don't know about that, man. He basically <laughs> says, Well, obviously, I don't know what's happened to you. He says, Obviously, uh-huh. I don't know what's happened to your sister. Um, because there's loads of stuff going on. But what <laughs> I can say is I'm going to uh-huh. do my best to get you out of here. And she uh-huh. says, tell her that I love her. And he just goes, It does sound really ominous when he's doing it. And <laughs> yeah, also, yeah. All right, I will, yeah, whatever. <laughs> they make, make this big deal of having like heat sensing cameras and stuff like that. Right, like predator to see what, if people are under the rubble, and they find out because she's tapping. <laughs> yeah, <good. laughs> Hello. What what use to on these fucking cameras? <laughs> cameras, nothing. <laughs> yeah. So um, that's what happens. They eventually find out due to her tapping, not because of the the heat sensing cameras and that. And uh, they're, they're talking around, they're trying to get her out, and they realise that her legs crushed and stuff, don't they? And there's the most in awful sort of. Man, <laughs> isn't the, the guy Barry Powell? Barry Powell, the guy who's like Barry a really Powell. geeky expert. I'm not really sure why uh-huh. he was there. Didn't look or he's, sound like the type yeah. of guy you would want in a disaster scenario. No, yeah. he's from the hospital, so he's, they've got Barry Powell in like to talk porn. about uh, Yeah, <laughs> he must be. I mean, he's a very posh bloke. He keeps referring to. One and stuff yeah. like that. Well, well when, when one's when in, one, in that situation, when one turns up to a situation such as this, <laughs> yeah, it's exactly like that. <laughs> what he says is, he's he's in there talking around that, and he goes there. Uh, well, obviously, when one's in a, a very a very dangerous situation like this, um, the the stuff could fall on my head as well as her. But one doesn't think of that. <laughs> of course, you're thinking of that, mate. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly. You wouldn't have brought the it up first otherwise. Time you? He's been out of the office. <laughs> <just said. laughs> yeah. So what Barry Powell does is is decide that they've got to get her out, don't they? And the only way that they can get her out is by pulling her by the legs. Yeah, I mean, it sounds crazy. Well, like I said, the old, like the only thing we could do is pull her out by the legs. You're like, yeah. I, I genuinely, I really thought they were going to say that they pulled their leg off at this point. <laughs> what she says is, well, there was times while I was down there, I thought that this is it. I was going to die. And I was okay with that. I thought to myself, I've had a good life. I've had some great times. And I've had a happy 
life on this earth. But I also thought that, <laughs> but, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> but I also thought I would quite like to be found. <laughs> Well, I that definitely better, definitely, definitely better. This, I'm quite happy. I've had a good life, but fucking find us, man. Uh, oh, please, please find us. <laughs> and it, exactly. cuts, it cuts to Barry Powell, uh huh, who he, is is again a, a disingenuous man. Yeah, I, what do you I, think I he's disingenuous for? I remember you saying that. for lots of reasons. Uh, there, there was a bit where he, he went in and. He says that I was quite happy to help, but I could have died, you know. Yeah, well, you know what I mean? He said stuff that. like that. <laughs> and uh, she does get out and everything. And um, Barry Powell is, is uh, invited to our wedding. Yeah. He's quite happy to be invited to our wedding. And what he says is, I, I haven't seen her very much. Um, but when I, I was invited to our wedding, and I'm glad to say she had both her legs. <laughs> 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 if he was thinking I want to keep it a surprise until I get to the wedding I know yeah. I've never asked her once in the intervening years whether she had kept both legs I want to keep it until I see her in the flesh at our wedding if she walks down that aisle I will be yeah. over the moon yeah. <laughs> I'm glad to say she had both Imagine her legs she, he turned around to see her at the top of the aisle <laughs> Yes! Yes! What <laughs> yes! is overjoyed? One is delighted. <laughs> two legs. Are you two in? legs. Yeah. She's intact. <laughs> There's another bit when she's saved as well and she overhears uh, some doctors talking. And this, this is awful. And uh, she overhears the doctors and one of the doctors goes, well, we might as well chop my leg off. <laughs> yeah. We might as well lose it. Might as well chop it off. The next good one on this was the uh, the one with the boat. She's on. She's hanging off the back of a boat on skis while it pulls her along. Well, she's not actually doing that. He's doing that, and I don't. That's what I didn't get about this. Like she's oh. like this novice, and she, I think she goes to him. Well, can I drive the boat for a bit? And he just goes, Yeah. Why not? Oh, really? She's in the. I she's in the boat. I misunderstood lots of this then. Yeah, uh-huh. that's what happens, I think. So, so she's driving the boat, and he's she's dragging him along. And he ends up going. Let he me go falls. Yeah, uh-huh. and and then she also falls out of the boat, how, which I mean, is surprising because she's got no experience. But how do you don't fall out of the boat? <laughs> unless, she did, unless you've like <laughs> turned it on its side. <laughs> Uh, well, that's not what happened here. She just fell out. She just fell out. out the she just side. fell out the boat. Uh-huh. And the th- so the danger comes because the boat was being followed by another boat quite near behind with uh, the, well, Ju- the Judry brothers. The Judry brothers? Judry? Hudry? They, well, they are, yeah, they, they're just in the vicinity because every everybody in this area seems to have a boat. I think they're just around sort of, you know, floating about the place and that. But what happens is this girl falls out the boat and the boat goes for her three times. It's try, like Jaws and hits her on the head. And uh, these, these guys, these brothers are in a different boat and they see her in the water and dive in and jump and save her, basically, don't they? I mean, you couldn't mm-hmm. make them up. 
You mm. absolutely couldn't make him up. Um, what's his name? It's Judy. Guy. Guy Judy. He's like very early 90s, got curtains, glasses on. He's like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, well, um, you know, we saw her in the water. We had to, we thought we'd have to save her. And, you know, what, what would anybody else do? Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, it goes on like that for a bit. They save her, they get her back on shore. Mm-hmm. And then somebody comes over and goes, don't worry, I've got this. I know what I'm doing here. I'll, say, mm-hmm. I'll sort her out. And it cuts back to yeah. his talking head. And he's absolutely fucking furious at this he guy. Is. He's going, mm-hmm. yeah, well, who's this guy? Walks, he comes over and says, I'm going to save her. Does he realize what I've been doing for the last hour? Does he understand <laughs> what I've been through, that I've saved her? And he's come in at the <laughs> last minute and saved her life. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's furious. Eh? He's, he's absolutely furious. Stole his thunder. He's not going to get the credit for this rescue. Uh-huh. That the guy right at the end who's like, "Yeah, she's all right," is the one who's going to do it. <laughs> yeah. And then it comes to Michael Burke, who says, "The Juju brothers did some of the things that helped save her life," as if she like point out that it was definitely not that guy that saved her life. <laughs> that was really funny. pissing him off a little bit more, wasn't he? Definitely. And then, then at the end, there's a great bit with this uh, this harbour master. Yes. Where they're talking to the harbour master at the end. Out. And, he, and uh, Michael Burke's in room, well, how can we stop these type of things happening? And uh, the harbour master's sort of saying, well, we need to change the law. He says, at the moment, a four-year-old getting one of these machines behind us. It's the so- Ferrari of the sea. It's so- so brass eye this bit the Ferrari of the sea <laughs> so brass eye because it he is. goes yeah well you know maybe we need to look at some changes and he's like yes what changes he's like well a four year old could get here it's, it's a Ferrari of the sea and he's going yeah so but what do you propose <laughs> and he's like well we really need to look at um, the rules and he's like but what would you change <laughs> <laughs> It is. You found another really good one. That's the your best favorite. one. And you asked us to yeah, watch it's this. Brilliant! This one. It's really funny. It this is. one. This is the best one. This is Attack of the Beast. That's what I've called it. Yeah. It sounds like a really good sort of 1950s sci-fi. It does. Where, I think this know. is where you got your uh, Attack of the Flies. I'm no, it's not. Where it work from? It's not. I, I had to go back to work after being attacked by the flies anyway. So the premise of this is there's a beekeeper, a neighbour, who's tent to his bees, isn't he? Yeah. And there's three people in the garden next door. There's uh, funny, the funny, dad. Uh, funny three people. Yeah. There's the lodger. Yep. Don't get them anymore. Who, <laughs> very suspicious. And the kid who's playing on a Game Boy. Yeah. Very suspicious <laughs> lodger character. Yeah, he's a very suspicious guy, isn't he? <laughs> he makes various mistakes through the course of this uh, I mean, uh, this incident, which, almost, which are unexplained. Almost like he was uh, in cahoots with the bees. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> almost like he's the king of the bees, and he's he's in control of the bees, and he set them on this this fella pushed putting his washing out. So what happens is that the fella starts waving and going, "Oh, there's something on us." And, and stuff like that. And he gets attacked by a swarm, doesn't he? The dad. That's what happens. So he's on the floor and he's got loads of bees all on his head and that. Well, the the big thinks, point of that, he's like waving his arms about and shouting. Yeah. Ah. yeah. So the, the lodger thinks to himself, well, what, what do I do? 
What do I do in this situation? My good friend here is being attacked by bees. So he goes in the house. house for a, for yeah. a fee. <laughs> for a tiny sum. And sexual favours, probably. That's my suspicion. Anyway. <laughs> so he goes in the house and he, he gets a tea towel. Which is <laughs> definitely what you do, isn't it? He I gets mean, a tea it's towel. Mm-hmm. It is stupid, but this is what happens. So he, he tries to get the uh, the bees off with a tea towel, and that doesn't work. So then he gets a bucket of water, well, which I'm afraid says, only angers the bees. <laughs> he says after the tea towel, the guy is so weird when he's doing the interviews. He's in darkness he is. for a start. He is. <laughs> in semi-darkness, and he's going... Uh-huh. It's, it's another cross eye moment, isn't it? I wasn't really sure what was going on. He was waving his arms around and... I thought it looked strange, but I couldn't see what was happening. I didn't know what was going on. It was only when I got closer, I saw there was a swarm of bees around his head. And then I realized the next door neighbor, the beekeeper, maybe it's his bees. Like, <laughs> you fucking think? What he says is, I could only assume he was being attacked by a large number of bees. <laughs> <laughs> I could, that's the I only put, thing I could assume. I put assume. everything else out of my mind, but it did take a long time <laughs> to come to that conclusion. It did. I can <laughs> only assume. watched him get attacked by bees for about five minutes. Uh-huh. <laughs> He's just sitting there reading his paper. Oh, well, this fellow's on the so ground. He comes to try and swat them with the tea towel, which surprisingly doesn't work to get a large swarm of bees off. So uh-huh. he decides then to get... a. Uh, Washing up bowl full of water and throw that on them, which only yeah. angers them. Like it only yeah. angers the bees. That, that's, that's all that happens there. So what he does then is, is he gets the kid out of the way who's transfixed for some reason. <laughs> he makes a big deal about the kid, and of course uh-huh. Michael was transfixed. Couldn't take his eyes off what was happening. <laughs> no, he was loving seeing his father on the ground with his head full of bees. So anyway, he gets in the house, doesn't he? And he, he gets, while he's doing this, he snaps the key in the door. <laughs> and obviously they don't have a phone either. So they can't ring the, the ambulance, can they? He's, so not only has he snapped the key in the door, he's also, he also doesn't have a phone. He's got a way of getting out of the house. So he smuggles the kid out the house through a window and the kid runs to the pub to get help. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the people in the pub, what they, they they get the idea of smoking the bees out, don't? They? <laughs> Why didn't they just ring the police in the pub? I've got no idea. But they don't do that. They, they try and smoke them out with grass, and uh, and also he, he gets a rake for some re- reason. I've got no idea why he brings a rake. What, what, what's that going to do? Just whack the guy on the head with a ring. The bees <laughs> and at this point, the guy's like pretty much paralyzed on the floor. Yeah, he's just lying there. He's just, he doesn't move. He doesn't uh, move. He won't respond to them talking to him. Yeah. So the, then it cuts to the, the ambulance guys. And eventually they get there. And one of the, I mean, people who are first aiders or paramedics or whatever are very brave people. The first paramedic is not a brave person at all because what he does is he runs out of the ambulance into the garden and then he comes back again going, there's a swarm of bees. <laughs> <laughs> this, the interview is excellent. It is. The interview is absolutely amazing. 
he, he goes he goes to the other paramedic guy. I'm going next door to see the beekeeper. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't fancy it at all to see this guy. No, absolutely not. <laughs> and then the paramedic that ends up going in and solving it gives uh-huh. basically his interview is incredible. He says, "Well, I went in." I've got no idea how to sort out a swarm of bees. I'm probably going to get stung. There was fucking thousands of them, like 30,000 bees. They basically cocooned his head. There was that many bees. And he goes, but, you know, you're a paramedic. You're the first responder. What are you going to do? You've got to do it. They ring you because you're the person to help them. If you get Uh there and you don't really know how to do it, it doesn't matter because you're there to solve it. So if you let them down, like the first guy <laughs> you're not doing your job so you need to even if you don't really know what you're doing you've got to remain calm you've got to find a solution you've got to help the person in need and uh-huh. which is obviously totally correct but in the it context is. of his mate disappearing <laughs> is even funnier <laughs> i mean ultimately all the other guy does is put him on the trolley and wheel him out the garden yep. doesn't he yep. <laughs> that solves the problem that solves it. So, I mean, I kind of believe that cowardly uh, paramedic, like, run away. It's a swarm of bees. It's a swarm of bees. It's a swarm of bees, man. But they must have known bees. that on the way there. <laughs> like, yeah, they, they must have. They must have known there was a swarm of bees on the way there. They must, they must, it, it, you must have known. You must have known. So, the, the guy gets into an ambulance or whatever and they sort him out. Um, and he's fine, really, isn't he? He's absolutely fine. Yeah. And the next fine. day, <laughs> next day, the, the guy who's had the bees all over him and that, he's in the garden and he sees the bees are in the bush again. And he, he says, well, what I decided to do was just stick my hand in there. Just stick my hand in there to get rid of the fear of bees. Yeah. Now, and a couple of them landed on my hand and just flew yeah, off Yeah, I just again. let them. I just let them. But what if he had been covered in bees again? What, what would his experience be? How can you explain that? If the same thing had happened again. Two days in a row. Two days in a row. How would he have explained it? <laughs> he wouldn't have been able to, would he? He's, he's I, like thought nice be, I thought there'd be my friend this time. <laughs> I didn't think it'd happen again, man. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's what happens. And then, then after that, there's, there's a great bit with the... With Michael Burke sort of trying to explain how um, you deal with people who are being attacked by bees, yeah. <laughs> that's that's the best bit. What you what you shouldn't do is that is what the man did. Yeah, on, what you shouldn't do is swat them with. Don't the do what he did. What you, Don't throw yeah. a bowl of water. Over what you want to do is get into a shrub. Get into a shrub <laughs> that confuses them. And don't move. <laughs> don't move, I don't, throw don't your arms wave around. and flail your arms around. And there's another bit where he says, uh, if, you, if it, it's that serious and you are allergic to bee things, what you can do is go to the hospital for two years and get injections for two years. Very painful injections. <laughs> but there's a waiting list. So <laughs> think about it. <laughs> Put yourself on it and hope uh-huh. you don't get stung by a bee in at least the next three years. Uh-huh. And that's that's the end. Apart from the 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 for next week, don't they? Where they say, and next week a boy falls in a gorilla pit. <laughs> 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 yeah.
Well, yes. thank you for 999. And uh, yeah, we'll um, we'll catch up again next week. We'll watch something in the meantime. Yep. Don't know what. Still trying to watch Dread. Um, <laughs> and, uh, thanks everyone for listening. Thanks for following on Facebook. Join the chat. Thanks for following on Twitter. Um, send us suggestions of anything you want us to talk about, chat about. Um, we're happy to take your opinions on board. We might discuss yeah. them. Um, don't so, bother if you're, if you're pretending to kill yourself. Yeah, don't bother doing that because you're obviously an absolute twat. Cunt. Um, ooh, sweary words. And I'm going to take words. off this uh, all-in-one outfit now. And yeah, nice. I'll see you next time. Goodbye, everyone. Okay. And I'll see you later. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 